Good evening and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 97th. I'm Jamie and I'm once again joined after a bit of a hiatus for the entire show by MPV Graham. Hello. He is here. How are you MPV Graham? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Nice to see you again. Almost in person. Almost. 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 Uh, we're, we're not alone this week though. We've got Millie Man Ian joining us as well. Hello. Hello. Hello Millie Man Ian. Spiffing. Hello. You? Hello. I'm good, thank you. All, all, all the better for seeing your beautiful face. And all the better for seeing your wonderful soul patch. Um, we also got ladies man. Ladies man? Ladies, <laughs> ladies man, Daniel. I've done it again. He's throwing me off. Daniel, Daniel, come in, please. Hello. Oh, that was sexy. Thank you very all much. Right, ladies, all right. Lady Thank boy, Daniel. Much. I should have uh, just done that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the man that puts this shit show together, Scottish Ross. Hello. 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 Right, it's been a while. We've missed what one week, two weeks. I forget. Off I was away for two now. now. So uh, yeah, so apologies for the uh, lack of box tavern goodness. But we're back. We're going to talk about all the wonderful news and games we played, and uh, some exciting games later on. However, let's get straight into the topic of the week, and I'm going to ha- pass over to one of these guys in a second. We're going to talk about EA. They've announced a multi-title action adventure game deal with Marvel. <gasps> Very exciting <laughs> indeed. Uh, so I'm just going to read this bit from Pure X real, uh, Pure Xbox real quick. Um, they said they, they uh, come into a long-term deal with comic book giant Marvel named Spider-Man and X-Men, as if you weren't aware, uh, to develop at least three brand-new action-adventure games. Both, uh, these will be available both consoles and PC and have an original story set within the Marvel Universe. Um, da, 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 I'm going to read COO Laura Mealy's quote quickly. Uh, we've been long-term fans of Marvel and their impressive leadership, so this is a remarkable moment for our developers as well as our players and fans. We look forward to welcoming Marvel into the EA family of creators. We know this collaboration will produce exceptional experiences for our players. We can't wait to see players' reaction when they suit up as Iron Man and do the extraordinary things the superhero is known for. I don't know why she's capitalized superhero. Is that correct? I don't know. Uh, is known for. And the, yeah, as she said, the first title is going to be by Motive, and it's going to be a single-player third-person Iron Man game. Uh, and it'd be led by Oliver, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that, pronounce that surname, who worked as a senior producer on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game for Square Enix. Right, gentlemen, me, myself and Ian, not really Marvel fans, so the three of you, please discuss this news. What game you'd like, because obviously the Mats Iron Man, this is three games, what the other two you'd like to see, who you'd like to see make them, etc, etc. The floor is yours. My only sense to this is, because it's EA, I don't, I'm not very confident, considering how shit Anthem was. I'm hoping they don't yeah. go down the same route of that. Like, if the they've got Iron Man skin on Anthem, I'm like, okay, great. But the thing <laughs> is, Iron Man, like, the best parts of Anthem is what Iron Man's all about. Like, the traversal yeah. with the suits, the various different suits you can have, that's the strongest parts of Iron Man. Then, obviously, you've got the story and things like that. But the actual core of what Anthem was suits Iron Man down to a T. Yeah. They just need to build on that instead of just having it very. Basic. Well, they need a story. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so the actual base part of Anthem suits, well, at least Iron Man, don't you? Um, as you say, being EA, I'm a little bit hesitant over it. But the senior producer from Guardians of the Galaxy, as Dan will say, fantastic game. So if it's his creative direction that they're heading, that, that could make up for some of the flaws that you had in games like Anthem. And... The Avengers game, for example. Yeah. yeah. Well, I might even like... have a, a true villain, though. Ish. Tons. Yeah. yeah Main ones. 
the main one's the Mandarin, who was in the films as a shitty side bit, but the the Mandarin in the comics and things like that is like mm. ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, the, the the squad base thing of Guardians in the Galaxy was pretty good, so if, maybe they could do something similar with X Men as well. I mean, that could play out quite well. X Men would be the one I'd love to see. Yeah, yeah. X Men. Yeah, X Men would probably be the other one. The only other thing is, you could, if you bring out a Thor, he's picked up some sort of semblance of mainstream in regards to the the films and things like that. But is he a big enough? Mm. Like, is there enough knowledge of Thor to do a single game just by him? Um, at least we could folk like Spider Man. Uh, then obviously Wolverine coming out uh, for PlayStation as well. They've got like iconic status in regards to people know everything, nearly everything about them, whether it be Wolverine through the X-Men or just Spider-Man in general. Making big single-player games, they've not got a massive selection of like one character that they could carry a storyline with. In a good one, anyway. Yeah. I mean, there, there were yeah. some online games in the past that were okay, they weren't the greatest. Yeah. I mean, because but... obviously, you, you automatically jump to the Avengers, so you'd have a Captain America game, which could work. Thor, Spidey is obviously the new. Can Avengers. they touch Spider Man without Sony, though? Well, no, Sony, don't own the rights, Sony don't own the rights to Spider Man, do they? They think they just. Yeah, no, they own the rights to Spider Man because they can publish the movies. However, yeah. the new de- the deal they struck with the new Spider-Man, I say new Spider-Man film, um, they've now got the back catalogue of all the old Spider-Mans within Disney Plus now. I yeah, don't but know whether I mean, they can do an exclusive. But I'm they meaning in regards to the video game space because obviously they're saying like a, they're saying like in this like X-Men, then you lose Wolverine because yeah, I mean, they wasn't wasn't he Spider-Man was on Marvel uh, Avengers wasn't he? But he was only, only on the PlayStation. PlayStation. That's yeah, so I, mean. I don't yeah. know if yeah, I don't know if there's some sort of um Yeah, Spider Man, that's what I mean, but I don't know if they've got like the Wolverine side of things as well, because I know obviously I've got the game coming out for him. Yeah. Um because that would be a massive blow to try and do the X-Men if you couldn't have Wolverine in it. Yeah, true. Um What well, I'm gonna show my ignorance here. What about something like Deadpool? Is that I, I, I have no idea about whether that's Marvel could, or not. They, they had could, a game not long ago when that yeah, oh, you that could do the it. film that was pretty cack. Yeah, you could do it as like a comedy element, but you couldn't build like a like what they're saying in here, like a single player, like trying to build up a full story game like that on just Deadpool. I don't think mm. he's he's he bounces around other people's villains. He's yeah. not got one villain that is like when you say Deadpool, if you do like word association, like who his villain would be that would pop up. Um, yeah, you got no chance getting the hell out of me. <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah. that's that's the tricky problem with something like Deadpool. As much as the, as much as they've got sort of a lot more recognition in modern day because of the films with Ryan Reynolds and things like that, putting a game developed just by them would be a bit trickier. I mean, you could do like a mashup because like you could do Deadpool and the Punisher because they have a lot of backwards and forwards and like comics and storylines and stuff like that. So if you did something like that, that would be an interesting game. That'd be like a manhunt cross Max Payne type idea. Yeah. But they've already done yeah. a Deadpool game, haven't they? Yeah. And that didn't... Yeah, I think well, Activision it was right. did a few, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And I think, what what would you want to see? Like, the only one really feasible is Iron Man, because that's kind of more... Yeah, open Iron Man's... The... If you have someone like Thor or Captain America, I mean, it'd be more of a walking simulator. Not so much Thor. <laughs> Thor can fly. 
Yeah, yeah true. His hammer. True. You can always at least you won't lose your hammer as well. So this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Oh, there it is. It'd basically just be like God of War. Though you'd throw the hammer, and like the fucking axe would just or hammer would just appear back in your hand. It would be. You'd have some so, yeah. fanboys having something to say about it. That's true. <laughs> God damn you, copyright games! <laughs> it's not as good yeah. as God of War because there's no child. Well, exactly. Okay. Child is the worst boy. part of the game. No, <laughs> boy. Anyway, um, anyone else got Graham, Daniel? Have you got anything to add to more Marvel goodness? Because, uh, like I said, not really mine or Ian's forte. I'm afraid. Yeah, I was saying they're going to have to work hard to try and gain some interest on those because yeah. they can be a bit meh. So, see what they come out with. Could be worth mm-hmm. a look. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, they've learned their lesson with their Star Wars shenanigans that they shit the bed on not getting games out and cancelling games left, front and centre. Um, but then the last, the last out. one they done was with Star Wars. Obviously, it was a completely independent storyline with the Fallen Order and sort of Cal Kestis, and that was fantastic. So maybe they're learning. Yeah. Who do you Hopefully. reckon they're going to get? What because obviously, like I said, Motive were doing this Iron Man game. Do you reckon they could get someone like Respawn or their new studio just to work on? Uh, what do you say, Thor or something like that, or perhaps one of their other ten ton of studios, you know, Dice or Criterion, do a racing game based around. Don't the they have Bioware? Cars, you know, I don't know. Bioware, yeah, they got loads. Bioware of... would be like Bioware would be the first people I would go to for any type of story based single player game. Yeah. I mean, they've got yeah. a track record of putting out quite a few good ones. But can they put out something fresh or do they have to dive into the back catalogue of the comic book history and pull stories yeah. out of there? They're, then they're also bogged down with Mass Effect and Dragon Age at the minute, which is is taking up quite a lot of time, I imagine. So, you know, they could be... Depends when they're going to release the games because there was no time frame on this uh, story, was there? It didn't say within the next five years we'll have three Marvel games out or anything. Yeah. No, it'd be like 10, 15 years to us here. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Marvel, like I said, the first one, Iron Man, that's literally all they said. There's no data, details or trailers or images or, or anything along those lines. But we'll see. Obviously, Square Enix have been doing various Marvel games like Avengers, like we said, and Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff um, before they were absorbed by Embracer. And speaking of the absorption, that's not a word, by Bray Embracer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, your, your, yeah, your segues aren't good. Uh, I was getting there, but then I cocked up a word. Anyway, they shut down Square Enix Montreal two months after buying it. Um, and apparently it's part of a pivot away from mobile games, according to PC Gamers uh, subhead there. Um, I'll get, oh, it's a long article, I won't read it all, but uh, basically in August they bought up uh, Square Enix Studios in a $300 million deal. Uh, they got Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal uh, as well. Uh, the studio responsible for Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go, Deus Ex Go, had only just renamed itself Onoma in anticipation of the acquisition, and now they shut them down. Um, <laughs> they, was Deus Ex Go? Uh, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, uh, but in a statement to Games Institute, is Phil Rogers, the Embracer Group, uh, some sort of high and flying guy, says, We see the growth opportunities centered around our premier franchises and AAA games. Closing publishing, QA, and our Anoma studio is a difficult decision and one we've taken with great care and consideration. Great, obviously not because they let them rename themselves and get ready to, to make more games. But, uh, we're great to thank all the team members who have contributed over years and hope to find proper placements for them as many as possible. Um, but part of this uh, sort of reveal was that they were actually helping out on. Fable, is that right, Ross? I was not, I forgot I was muted. Yes, they were. <laughs> it was, there was, um, what was it? It was basically the reason I listed this in is because there was 
I can't remember which group it was that they acquired that was helping with Fable, but if you give me two seconds, I will bring it up. Yeah, Idios Montreal was helping with Fable. Yeah, so they, they've uh, seen Microsoft uh, is getting a lot of them because there's some people helping with Perfect Dark as well, wasn't it? Yeah. And so they've also got them helping with, with uh, Fable, but now they're being shut down. So who knows what that means for uh, Fable's future. Obviously, it's still quite a way away, and we haven't actually got any more details on that in, what, just two years or three years since they revealed it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, Graham, Daniel, any thoughts on them shutting the studio down so early and any concerns for the... F- for the future of Fable when it eventually comes out? Well, they're running the risk of it being sort of a non-event if the more it kind of drags on because Fable was only kind of partially favourable in a lot of people's minds and the longer it drags on, the sort of the least they're going to say, you know, I could take it or leave it now. I'm not really too fussed if it comes out or not because it's taken so long. Not one of those sort of massively long sort after, especially if it sort of it carries on it's, I suppose it did pick up a little bit on the third one, but not by much. Yeah. It's, it's going to be quite hard to capture the magical moments of the first one that it had to try and bring something new to the table. What, what concerns me is that, like I said, with Perfect Dark and that, they, they got all their you know, acquisitions, all these people they're buying in. They obviously haven't bought anyone from Square Enix, but they're still getting them to help with their big first-party titles that are still years away. They haven't even released more than like a, a simple trailer. Do you think there's any concern that that they need more help than they're sort of willing to admit, or to uh, you know perhaps they're shooting a bit far up above their station at the minute? I think they're just starting too many things at once, and so they're struggling to sort of meet all the different kinds of deadlines. Mm. Yes, they're not building the, the right amount of hype, or yeah, maybe they, they just don't have the enough firepower to sort of yeah. get it all out. Because yeah, you'd think, the thing you is, know, I mean, if they were up for sale, why didn't they pick them up? And say, well, you seem to be helping us anyway, but they let them brace the buy them and now they shut them down. Uh, carry on, Ross. Sorry. I was going to say, what, like, as much as I would love to hear more about Fable, I would rather not hear anything until I knew it was something worth hearing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would rather they were slow and steady because the, the worst thing you can do is do loads of press releases and hype things up, but really you're three, four years away from having yeah. anything that's going to be physical to play. I'd rather radio silence and then a year out from launch, bang, 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 bang. And this is what you can expect by the end of 2024, for example. Yeah, it seems like they've done too much. Releasing the trailer and then going quiet has had the backwards effect. The same, the same yeah. with Perfect Dark, isn't it? We're, oh, we're doing Perfect Dark. You're like, yay, okay. Thing is, I think, I think Microsoft had to do that because... It, it's the same age-old argument that keeps getting answered by Microsoft as they don't have any games. So they had to let people know that we've got this coming, this coming, this coming, this coming, this coming. So they had to put something out to let people know that, no, you're going to have plenty of games. The problem with that is, though, now we have to wait, and it still doesn't solve the problem of we don't have any games that are Microsoft exclusive. Yeah. No, true. Well, I mean, there's plenty of things coming. I mean, there was a story we had here about Phil Spencer talking about he realises that they're missing the the sort of like big hitters like PlayStation Ram, like yeah. God of War and stuff coming out in a minute. And they know it's been a while, so hopefully they'll use this sort of next year or so to really ramp things up, get some games going. I mean, that's and, the thing. Uh, come, is it March for Starfield? Well, yeah, it's supposed to be by the end of March, yeah. Yeah, that could be a paradigm shift. Like, that mm. could come out and people just go, 
shit Xbox is it like has arrived. Well, yeah, it's it next year, not um, just in terms of Starfield, but you've got everything. Everything are they pinning everything? Everything's coming next year. Redfall, Redfall, Starfield. Um, <coughs> I can't think of any others. Yeah, off the top of my head, but it's all nice one done. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> typical, isn't it? But yeah. that well, first I think half of the year the only is two, meant yeah. to be. Yeah. quite stacked, isn't it, for games? Yeah. But there are more coming. They just haven't given set dates yet. Like, um, uh, Hell, is it Hellblade 2? Uh, I can't remember the subtitle of it. Senua's Saga. Yeah, or there's, there's tons that are due to come out next year. Yeah, I, um, I had a graphic for it, and I don't have the graphic anymore. Yeah, there's uh, The list is, like, massive as to what's coming out next year and what's going to be stuck behind just, like, Xbox, for example. As long as when they drop Starfield... I got it right at the time yet. Starfield, they don't just do one and then be like, right, that's it. That'll do us for the year. Now we need to get it. Starfield, then Redfall, then something else, and something else, and just keep yeah. it coming every couple of there months. Needs, really. There needs to be consistency yeah. in regards to like, so if they like smash it at the park, then Perfect Dark's due to be released next year. If that comes out, smashes it. Um, then as you're saying, Redfall comes out, yeah. smashes it. They need when to. Falls, yeah. yeah, Stalker, think games like that. They need to have all of that momentum and it needs to just carry on through 2023 and into 2024 because what you'll think what will happen is if once they have a successful 2023 for example people will back off and they'll give them the time to do whatever they need to do to make x amount of more studios put out big triple a games yeah so fingers yeah. crossed we get things uh going again we're sort of pivoting back to the, the sort of crux of the story obviously square enix been shut down after only a couple of months been bought by embracer it's a shame hopefully everybody finds they're apparently they're moving staff to other studios and, and they're included montreal i think it said in the thingy or not montreal sorry the, another student nearby which is supposedly working on a deus ex title a proper one ian so hopefully we'll get a decent one this time uh, yes finally i do um, think though that this like you say it's probably something like that like you say they're shutting down the division where they know the staff can move on to somewhere else within them I do feel like not many, from what I've seen on Twitter, normally Twitter, they tell you like, oh, I've been let go. Most of them have been moved on to other studios. Yeah. So it does seem promising that they are moving their staff on to better projects. And it's Deus Ex. Fuck yes. It's, there's, too, there's too many other things to be reading on Twitter at the minute. The amount of Elon Musk's I've seen. This bit. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, let's not go start. <laughs> anyway, let's not get on to that. Let's not, let's not get involved. Well, let's move on to the next story. Shall we? I'm going to lose uh, my blue tick. Oh, I was no. going to say, it's Xbox Tavern. I'm going to pay eight ninety nine a month to get a blue tick. You can get that. But anyway, on, on to the subject of people with blue ticks. I'm sure Phil Spencer's got one. And he says that Call of Duty will continue to ship on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. Um, IGN's article is, is very long. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the gist of it was he had an interview recently and he was asked again about Call of Duty and PlayStation and how long it'll stay there, blah, blah, blah. And his, the gist of it was as long as there's a PlayStation to come, like, available, you'll be able to play Call of Duty on it. Stop panicking. Everybody calm down. Relax. Take a breath. Okay. Call of Duty, you can still play it. Don't worry about it. It's coming to Game Pass, probably. It's coming to Xbox. But it'll also be in PlayStation. Chill out. Just breathe. Breathe. And everybody went, but when? When is it coming off of PlayStation? And it's, oh, Jesus Christ. Why don't people listen? Did um, you read some of the other comments that were underneath it as well? So obviously, I, I try not to. He's came out and obviously compared it to Minecraft. And he's like, we, look, we own Minecraft. The PlayStation players still play Minecraft? Yeah, they do. And then people underneath, yeah, but 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 what about Bethesda and their games? And then somebody was like underneath, what about God of War? 
What about Horizon Zero? In Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Because I'm pretty sure Spider-Man's big enough that Xbox players would have liked to pick him up. But it's yeah. like, it's just the hypocrisy. It's like, oh, we're allowed to have our first-party games and we can have these studios that are only on PlayStation. But God damn you, Xbox. How dare you have them? It's it's a strange situation, isn't it? Because the, because of all the kind of going-ons over here with um, getting it approved or maybe not getting it approved, all the little stories that have been kind of creeping out. Um, I saw something that Phil Spencer said, well, uh, PlayStation can rival Game Pass if they put their first-party exclusives yeah. on there. If they said if they want to, they can, but they don't want to. So fuck. Yeah, well, that was that was that was basically what this like. Obviously, we were off last week when when the story first broke in regards to like one of the ways that Xbox, uh, one of the ways that PlayStation could counter the Activision deal is by improving PS Plus, and that was one of the stories that we were going to have last week. And it could actually benefit PlayStation fans. Like, so even if you hate Xbox, like you would never own an Xbox for love nor money, but you've got PlayStation Plus, you could get God of War built in it. Like, we get Halo, or we get Forza, or we get Call of Duty if it goes through, or we are going to get fucking Starfield or whatever's coming through Bethesda. You could just... end up getting God of War, Horizon, Spider Man, The Last of Us, Uncharted as part of your monthly subscription if they decide to. Compete. make a service that rivals Game Pass. They don't want to. I've literally just li- taken Ross's advice for looking at the comments and I've got a headache. <laughs> yes. people don't believe what he said. Like, oh my God. I, it, I don't know how many If he goes on PlayStation, he makes money. So he, yes. he's stupid not to do it because, yeah, okay, it's a game and it comes to you, but he makes, like Minecraft, he makes money, money. over Minecraft. So yeah. He makes money. It's but so- also... Microsoft, thank you for fuck about the money. No, and that's the Xbox thing, like, Division is like five, ten, not even maybe not even ten percent of their net worth. No, and this is what they were saying. Like everybody's saying, oh, this deal might not go through. This deal X, Y, and Z. Look, if Microsoft, if Microsoft want this deal to go through, there is not a power on earth that can stop them from putting this through. Exactly, they've got the best they, lawyers in the business. They, they know exactly have what to do. more money and more legal expertise at their disposal than any other company a fucking board can put up to them and go but what about this so they know exactly Microsoft what they're doing are, because Microsoft are not hard balling this they're, they're not pushing through they're not iron fisting it saying like we're Microsoft good luck standing up against us they're going through all the proper channels they're showing that we're looking <laughs> to try and make this exactly we're trying to make this as fair as possible. We're telling you that it's going to stay on every single available device. They might turn around and say, right, it's not going to be previous gen. You're not going to be able to own it on PlayStation 4 because there's going to come a time where we can't keep making games for the previous generation. God of War's facing this, and it's got so many. It's got about 30 different modes to try and incorporate PlayStation 4, which is just no feasible for developers, making life so much more difficult when you're then thinking about cross-platform. But it's always going to be on PlayStation, so why the fuck are they complaining about it? Do you, do you, want, do you know one thing? I'm going to stoke the flames ever so slightly. Uh, just rereading his comment, he says, uh, our intent is to publish it on, uh, on a PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship it to. But he doesn't say day and date. No. So it, it could be like Game Pass, uh, October first, PlayStation, November first, or December first. Yeah, exactly. It could be. And that's just gonna. Be. Oh, and that's gonna be a glorious day when, if that <laughs> happens. This, just but that's. The will burn. I love it. <laughs> and the amount of people what... in the comments are saying like, "Oh, this won't go. Deal won't go through." Like, 
Or like what? a year what? later, like they did with the DLC exclusivity. They had PlayStation exclusive for a year. Exactly. Like, right, here's Modern Warfare 2. You get it next year, fuckers. <laughs> I never said when. PlayStation <laughs> so much with Modern Warfare. PlayStation have been like, oh, get this early on PlayStation. Get these new maps early on PlayStation. Get XYZ early on PlayStation. I know, exactly. And when Microsoft do it You're next, fucking hypocrites. They're gonna yeah, go, the totally. world's going to burn when Microsoft goes. hypocrites. I mean, IGN have a link to a tweet, excuse me, from PlayStation that says, uh, congratulations to Infinity Vaughn and Activision on the biggest PlayStation Store launch ever for a Call of Duty game, uh, including pre-orders and day one sales for Modern Warfare 2. So it's obviously massive. I understand why they don't lose it, but you said that many times they're not going to lose it. But I, 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 now I've thought of that, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> like, one year Our exclusivity, intent. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be Did you imagine anyway. drip feeding it? Oh, yeah. Just drip feeding it. Yeah, you get I was, like, <laughs> I was more thinking about the, like, you could almost have it as, like, the tiniest little, like, asterisks available on Xbox, play, PC, PlayStation, but the PlayStation's got, like, tiniest wee asterisks next to it, and it's, like, 2024. <laughs> like, it was 2023. Oh, it's, like, we did say oh. it was coming. We just, as Jay said, we didn't say when yeah. it was coming. That, oh, that's going to make me... Uh, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm not really much of a Twitter person either, but I'm going to have to sit and just read that all day if that, if that happens. That'd be brilliant. Graham, carry on. But wouldn't it be more annoying to them to, to release it at the same time? Because obviously they still want the money from it and still want to get the PlayStation users, but maybe yeah. just cost more on the PlayStation. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you'd have to pay the premium for, it. for the price, wouldn't you? Whereas on the game and Xbox, you should be able to get it on Game Pass. Day but one. Even if, really... even if, even if they say that they couldn't do it on like a game, no, I don't think they're allowed to do that. Either. They can't have different prices on. They can have it in Game Pass, but they can't have it as a different price to buy it. There's right. a law against oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what sort of. You can't yeah, have sure it like some sort of shenanigans there. Yeah. yeah, you can't have it like forty nine ninety nine on Xbox and sixty nine ninety nine on PlayStation. There's a yeah, you could have it. You could have it that much and have it in Game Pass. Exactly, yeah. they are trying to push people to Games Pass. Their growth and you do get slow, you get twenty percent off Game Pass as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a way yeah. of doing it to making them pay more the premium yeah. for it. That'd be more annoying than sort of delaying it for a year because they're well, like yeah, Game Pass for a PlayStation seventy dollars early <laughs> access. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so it's still coming amazing. to get still coming to PlayStation. Just fucking. Calm your tits, everybody. Just chill out, relax. We'll we'll get you'll get to play it at some point, whether it's day and date or not. Who knows? Let's find out, shall we? Um, but yeah, I'd, hopefully you won't have to say it again. But I'm sure most of the comment in the internet people will be like, "Ah, oh, but when?" <laughs> chill out. Uh, but that's that's the main sort of hits of the stories this week. There's a few other quick bits we're going to go through quickly. The main one, which I'm very excited about, Vampire Survivors is coming to Game Pass. I know we we'll get to the Game Pass this later, but it's coming to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, in Vampire Survivors, not Rain. Was um, that the one in... that you were telling us it was the bullet hell type idea? That yeah, that's the one where basically you start as a character that's got like a simple attack, and then you kill the enemies, and the more you kill, your XP goes up, and you get another attack. You kill more, you get another attack, and the idea is just to survive as long as possible. And it's really simple, and it looks really basic. It looks like a Mega Drive game, but it's so much fun. It's so addictive. Uh, and that, I, I, when I played it on PC, I said there, if it comes to console or cloud. This would be like a perfect game just to chill out with, you know, if you're play, again on cloud, just have a quick 10 minute game. So fucking brilliant. Looking forward to that coming, uh, I think the 15th or 16th, something out of, of November. Um, so that'd be awesome. Uh, Halo Infinite's got a winter update, which is coming November 8th. So in just a couple of days, which includes various bits and pieces, uh, including, um, was this one that's bringing the ray tracing and all that gubbins or was it just uh, uh, 
just just a new battle pass and stuff like that. Uh, it's is coming that the rework. Yeah, this has got, got, got the co-op campaign. Got campaign, forge mode, various updates to multiplayer, including new maps and the new battle pass. Uh, so yeah, if you're still playing Halo, which I'm sure some people are, hopefully, uh, there's some new stuff coming for you to play. That'd be nice. Uh, Twitch also partners with Xbox for free PC Game Pass subscriptions when you buy subs. So I think if you buy two subs to a channel, you get a free month visit for Twi- uh, PC Game Pass. Um, I probably should click on the link and find out, really, shouldn't I? Yes, it is. Uh, but that's pretty cool. So yeah, if, you, if you're not sure about Game Pass yet for some reason, only you PC like throwing Game your money Pass. at yeah, only PC Game Pass. But if you like throwing your money at Twitch streamers, hint, hint. Um, yeah, we're uh, you're going to get a free month of Game Pass to check out. So that's pretty cool. And the last one I wanted to get one well, very quickly again, we'd have to go into it, but all the big sales and stuff of Xbox. Apparently, they make a big loss in each console sold, according to Phil Spencer. Uh, just getting the numbers very quickly. Uh, they, yeah, between 100 and 200 dollars for each uh, console that they sell, they lose. Which I mean, I suppose it's not a surprise considering how expensive or the price they are and how expensive things are getting to make and build and what have you. But that's still, uh, I mean, Sony obviously put their prices up recently. Xboxes have said they're not going to put anything up anytime soon, but they haven't ruled out for the future. Yeah, uh, they say that it's an inevitability, but they're yeah. hoping to try and hold it off as much as they can. Yeah, but like Ian said, look, it's not like they're hurting for money, so I'm sure they can hold out <laughs> for a bit longer still. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's some quick hits. Anyone else got any other news bits that we missed that you'd like to bring up quickly, or should we get into the old uh, pluggles? Pluggles. Plug away. Plug- Plug away, sir. Ross, please plug me. Oh, strap in for this. <laughs> I'll go quick. I know how Dan likes it over and done with. <laughs> um, so as I was kind of hoping Dan was going to do like the socials that put me a screen, but it's fine. Um, so patreon.com forward slash Xbox Tavern. If you want to support us with your hard-earned cash, thank you very much. It would be greatly appreciated. Shout out to our superstar supporter, Beth, for all your um, generosity and support. It's much appreciated. Not worthy. Um, <laughs> Podcasts, um, find them on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, if you could rate us five star and leave us a little comment, gets us more exposure and gets us any more people's ears, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. All written reviews, which G will have a list of later on in the show, can be found at xboxtavern.com. Socials, you can find us all at normal places, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, wherever it may be. It's all run along at the bottom of the screen. Uh, Discord link in the show notes. Jump in, help us with our guest the games, our game of the years. There will be new topics coming up as we reach the end of our game of the year discussions. Sad days. Um, and last but not least, the amazing people at Insert Coin. So we've got Xbox Tavern Twenty Two for five pound off orders over fifty pound. And I do believe is it only Dan rocking the merch this week. Yes, he is. Yes. I've got the official. Official gear on this week. I've got some EGX gear on this week. I've got none. So. <laughs> oh, have you not my uh, my stolen hoodie? I didn't steal your hoodie, bitch. <laughs> no, I was talking about Ian. Hey, <laughs> hey, it wasn't a hoodie, it was a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, you left it in my yeah. bag and I forgot. Yeah. Get it right. <laughs> well, I forgot too. <laughs> and that has been a very quick plugging. I do like a good quick plug-in, especially after a few weeks off, you know? Exactly. Really Just get the you old, slowly. Uh, yeah. Uh, we uh, also, I forgot to mention at the top, we've got our quiz show coming up at last. It's been long delayed, oft uh, rumoured, but finally, episode 100, probably we're aiming for, which is going to be on the 27th of November. So come along. Dan's if you're like, familiar. I can't make it. 
yeah, if you're not familiar with our quizzes, they've all been, we've done three so far. They've been great fun, uh, and we've got a trio of winners here. Uh, and Daniel also takes part. Could it be Daniel's, <laughs> could it be Daniel's turn to win? If I gave Daniel the answers, he'll still fucking somehow. Dan's win. been ah. given the fucking answers. That I've first, never been given. I have not been given the answers first, once. That, First show, I was going back looking over fucking comments and stuff. Oh, the caustic one. That caustic fucking one. Bullshit, you didn't get the answer for that. No, I didn't. 100% you didn't, didn't get the answer. It's, it's obvious, really, because we've got Battle Royale, then Battle Royale plays Apex. Yeah, and we played a lot of Apex leading up to that. Uh, so you got that's suspicious. Yes, yeah, so oh, they're, they're, they're always full of... Uh... Sorry, StarCraft. <laughs> but what was that one? Oh, Back for Blood. Is that Game Pass yet? Both of them, I was ahead of the fucking curve. Yeah, you, yeah, you, way too far. Predict the future again. Who knows? We'll find out on November twenty seventh. Episode one hundred. My cup is fitting. That's um, how I feel about it. Right now. I can't read it. Fresh out, fucks. Well, that's what we need to do. Like anybody listening to the podcast for the the quiz, anything that I say that sounds somewhat questionable, fucking go and invest. Exactly, find something. Go and invest. Just to give it three months, and then we'll, we'll have it revealed and, and announced. Fucking um, cooking. Yeah, I think oh. our previous three were up on YouTube or also the podcast feed. They're good fun. Hopefully, if, if you want to, including the one we did in person in uh, London last year. Uh, that was brilliant. Not last year, whenever it was. Um, that was a boring yeah, editing, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's good fun. <laughs> so go check them out, and we're doing a new one soon. And hopefully, one of us will be crowned ultimate champion unless Dan wins, and then we'll have to have another showdown in another 20 episodes. <laughs> and then the whole show collapses. Yeah, that's it. Just... <laughs> if I win, there's some issues. There I'm rooting games. for you, Daniel. I'm rooting if for he's, you. If he's guessed the games that anything, we'll chance. buy more safe. <laughs> oh, they've been bad. They've been bad. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some games that we, we do enjoy, shall we, for now? Uh, this is our fight lock Russell Luigi just now. It's the final one. We're going through Xbox Game of the Year throughout the years. And we started at the very first year of Xbox. Worked all the way up to now 2021. Obviously, we're not at the end of 2022 yet, so we'll have to wait until the end of the year to read uh, to decide our games for this year. However, we're going to quickly go over last year's picks that we had. Obviously, we did this on the podcast. There was videos and article on the site as well. XboxTam.com, you go check it out. But Graham, tell me about your favorite yeah. game of the year for 2021, please. Yeah, my game of the year was one I reviewed and absolutely loved, and it was Lost Judgment, the sequel to Judgment, which I never actually played, and I'm gutted I didn't because this one was just, yeah, it is amazing. So much content. So, I mean, these guys, these this studio just knows how to sort of pack a lot of different sort of side quest stuff, so many distractions. Like, all their games just chock full of procrastination just to stop you from playing the kind of the main game and and the main game's sort of quite gritty and gruesome compared to like the others in the kind of yakuza series but it's i mean you play the he plays sort of a detective trying to sort of unravel this crime where a guy sort of tries to get himself caught and then you realize why he got himself caught and how he managed to get out of it sort of he tried to stage the perfect crime and then you just watch how it all unfolds. And yeah, it's amazing. The story is amazing. The graphics are amazing. And there's so much for you to sort of play around with. As you can see here, dancing involved, racing involved. <laughs> there's arcades in there. <laughs> Skateboarding. There's just so much different stuff. And each of these kind of side games are not just quick one button kind of things. They're, they're quite all kind of fleshed out. There's quite a lot of content to them. And yeah, they kept the same sort of real-time action as like the original kind of Yakuza series, and 
yeah, I couldn't speak any more kind of highly about it. The game is massive. There's so much to do in it and it will keep you busy for hours. It's definitely, you get your money's worth with this kind of title. Yeah, because this is a spin-off of Yakuza. I don't, I don't it know is, yeah. That, but, um, but there's nothing to do with that, is it? It's got different characters and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's connected to them, but in the same kind of areas. But um, yeah, a completely different sort of subset of people. But and, yeah, and, um, they're still great in their own right. Yeah. What was your favourite side game? Something about doing the pants, wasn't it? <laughs> just, they always have it in all the kind of Yakuza series. There's always some guy wearing a baby outfit or some guy in the pants or someone crazy dancing in their pants. I think I sent you the video of that guy. Just a guy yeah, dancing in the club in his pants. <laughs> just, there's always that. In every Yakuza, there's always some utmost mentor theories that Japanese definitely know how to throw in a curveball and they go, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, this one doesn't let you down either. There's definitely a couple of those moments in the game. That's why I, so I love that series and these kind of spin-offs so much that they're, they're absolutely worth Every penny. Just a bit mental. Yeah, but great fun. Nice. Did you have any honourable mentions for this year? I can't remember. Uh, I think I did, but they've been since wiped out, so I can't remember what they were. But Fair enough. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of others. I've seen all yeah. the others there. There's a few in the others that I've, I'd love to. Yeah, definitely in the mentions, but I'll let you guys talk about them. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, that was Lost Judgment. Uh, Ian, sorry, I was going to get Ian next. What's your favorite game of 2021? <sighs> For me, 2021, my favorite game will have to be uh, a game called 12 Minutes. Uh, for me, I found this game quite um, it's a lot of fun because I think because this whole concept of like time loop and it has some brilliant voice acting with um, Daisy Ridley, um, Willem Dafoe, and James McAvoy. But yeah, it's kind of the same concept. If no one doesn't know about it, it's a kind of similar. So it kind of like Majora's Mask, where it's a kind of like a looping time, looping time. Yeah. So you have so it's all ten minutes of real time. So you have ten minutes of real time, and then you have to go through a story and try and learn what to do. And you can do a variety of different things throughout the game and try and actually kind of work out what the story is and what's what's trying to happen. Um, I always remember my first kind of when I actually first played through it and did my first kind of loop. I always remember getting two cakes out and sitting down and eating both cakes and the wife getting really pissed off at me from eating both cakes. And there's kind of <laughs> and there's kind of little nuggets there that kind of help quite like make it a bit more fun. Um and also the point of actually reviewed off my back. I didn't even have to review it. And because I enjoyed it so much, I actually reviewed it for Jamie. And he was really proud of me. An elusive rev- Ian review. Um I know. So did, did you you played it for obviously to the end? Did you play it through several times to see different things or yes, multiple. I played for multiple times. I've thousand G did it as well, as always. Obviously, obviously um, yeah. But yeah, and I played always- for multiple times and did all different stories and trying to learn it. Because what's quite good about it is if when you do go through the story and you get to a point you can kind of start skipping things so it doesn't speed up the kind of what you're doing. Because like now we like you go into a cupboard and stuff rather than like waiting like two three minutes in real time goes now we wait and then it jumps forward in time shows the little clock and it moves around and then obviously it starts going back to what kind of section you're up to yeah. and obviously you can skip text if you've already done that kind of thing so it's quite good in that way so if you want to kind of get back to a moment point that you've done and you want to try something different you can just skip 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 and then get through there nice and if i remember rightly the end went a bit uh a bit a bit sideways <laughs> yeah it did um, the ending so was a bit weird the ending, i don't know if you need to spoil it but yeah. It was um yeah, it caught me off guard. Uh yeah, it caught me off guard, which is like, which I liked <laughs> about it, which is what made me like it even more because like 
I didn't expect that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, yeah, I was going to say, the less said about that, the better. But yeah, thank you very much. That was 12 minutes by Ian. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Ross, game of the year, 2021. Go for it. Off so, I was actually thinking about it when I put it up. I said a different one for the 2021 podcast for the game of the year. And then now that I'm thinking back on it, I think it may have just been like recency bias because the game had not long came out mm. when we'd done our show. So my one that I'm actually going to say is probably my game of the year was Resident Evil Village. And I know Jay will be happy to hear that because he gets to waffle on even more about Resident Evil than he does and have to wait till later. Oh, don't worry. You wait till later, sir. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, just looking back on it, uh, like the story, the setting, the uh, just the characters, um, not just the ones, obviously. I think everybody was expecting sort of the, the, the big lady to be the main yeah. character that you focused on throughout most of the game but then when you start seeing like all the other uh, characters in it, like Heisenberg the, uh, the what was it the house Benevito um, and then the doctor what was it, Professor Monroe, Moreau was the other one that was yeah. part of the four um, all those characters are brilliant the whole like werewolf aspect that they've got in it as well just everything about the game was fantastic. It looked amazing. It played amazing. The the parts in the, the castle, everything just... When I take time to like look back at it and like been playing it more recently in regards to trying to get the so many different... like Would you call them cheats? Jay, you'd probably better want to say it. Obviously, when you go back and play Resident it, Evil games, you can more, have perks type idea. Yeah, like modifier type things, really. Yes. Like, rather yeah, than you, you going in with no weapons. You have to earn them type idea. Yeah. yeah, you have to earn them, so they're not really a cheat, but then they make the playthrough much easier once you've got them, for example. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to do some of that and get some of the like really overpowered guns that are in the game that are pretty much one-shot hits and take nearly everything out when you do it. Yeah. Um, jail discuss side point at it but obviously intrigued to see where they go with certain storylines that they brought up in the the game um in regards to like sort of ethan's family and stuff like that um but no loved it weapon choice was great the is it the duke who's the emporium thought he was a fantastic yeah, character dude, yeah. yeah thought he was a fantastic uh, character as well just for like a bit of comedy um but yeah, I, I, I think I picked Halo during the show just because it had only just coming out. Whereas looking back, 2020 Vision, I would say Village was definitely the the game of 2021 for me. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was a it was a fucking great game. Obviously, I'm not going to go on too much because it's Resident Evil and it always will be all night. But uh, yeah, good choice, Ross. Good choice, um, Daniel. Tell me all about your game of the year for 2021, please. I'm sticking with my Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy. The the story was brilliant. I I enjoyed the very uh, single player linear kind of um, the way the game was. the The way the Guardians kind of bounced off each other, where you had Rocket just at times taking the piss out of you, as well as trying to be the the leader. Um, and kind of the the back and forth between him and Star Lord was uh, was good. Um, yeah, it was just a really solid, good game, and I thoroughly was kind of sucked in and enjoyed every part of it. Um, yeah. I How do long like is the completion. What for me or for a normal person? Normal person. 
Well, it says, I think I remember seeing it was like, was it 15, I want to say 12 to 15 hours? Or if you wanted to, yeah, but if you wanted to get, like, there were other kind of collectibles that you could, um, you had like skill trees for each one of your guardians. So if you wanted to kind of upgrade them, um, you had to go find, I can't even remember what you had to go find now, but there were certain bits dotted around the levels that you had to collect so you could then unlock. Uh, a more powerful attack for Drax or um, kind of like a rope bridge for Groot. Um, but yeah, it was it was solid. It was a good game. Um, the only downside, I think, is obviously because you see the movies, you want to see the movie characters um, within your Marvel games. However, that was probably the only bad thing about it, I'd like to say. Other than that, it, it, it was really, really, truly good fun. Um, and obviously off the back of, oh God, what was it? The Avengers game. Um, you know, it's the best Marvel game we've had in recent times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it I just said recent times. Was it, it was the end of 2021 it came out, wasn't it? And then it came to Game Pass early this year, I think, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it came in February, I want to say February, March time. Yeah. It was quite early, no, wasn't it? Quite it didn't, early didn't on. It didn't sort of sell very well, but uh, yeah, come in and everyone's like, oh, it's amazing. Why don't we play it? Yeah, I think it. I don't think the marketing was too good, like in terms of all the hype that it was kind of everyone was like, oh, yeah, meh. But then if you actually played it, you were like, oh, actually, this is a really good game. I know quite a few people were on the fence about it. Um, I think you were as well, Graham, weren't you, on the fence about getting it? And then. Yeah, I wasn't sure, but I did actually buy it outright. I haven't completed it yet, juggling too many things. Keep flitting around between too many, trying to too many too fucking many games to be playing. <laughs> yeah. Too many threads, but it, it played all right. It was quite decent when I played it. Yeah. So he's not wrong. Nice. I, nice. I rarely am. Uh, I mean, obviously not. You, you've got impeccable taste in gaming, Daniel. And yeah, you know, the two or three you finish a year, it must be high quality if you enjoy Jordan I, fully. You know. I have to say, look, this year I am on. Hang on, let me just see my little tally chart. Two. I am on. Hang on a second. Hang on. Twelve. I am on thirty-three. <laughs> oh fuck off! Thirty-three. A round games. of applause, we say. A round of applause. Ian will probably take yeah. about seven or eight of them off, but thirty-three. Yeah. Rackalike yeah. must be licking their lips. I haven't touched a Rackalike game really this year. <laughs> Sad times. Well, well, yeah. There's still a couple of months in the year, but you know, you've got time. You've got time to add, time. add to your list. Uh, yeah. No, thank you for it. So, Guardians of Galaxy. Uh, uh, from Daniel, and then I guess it's just my turn. And you're all very excited to hear about the wonderful game called Lake once again. Um, I don't think I spoke about it for very long last year. Postman uh, Pat, uh, Postman. Uh, I'll just, <laughs> I'll go through it very quickly. It's as Ian alluded to. It's a postman simulator, effectively. But the gist of it more is about the characters and the story and stuff. As you explore Providence Oaks as Meredith Weiss, as she comes to deliver mail and chat to people and, and meet people and make friends, basically, and. It wasn't my highest scored review that I did last year, but when I come to think at the end of the year of all the games like Resident Evil and Halo and all these sort of things, um, I just it was just the one that kept coming to the top every time. I just enjoyed every second of it. Uh, it wasn't the most technical game, wasn't the most polished game, and it certainly wasn't the longest game. But I just I, I enjoyed it from start to finish, and yeah, it's just a wonderful experience. It's on Game Pass now. Uh, it's only maybe eight hours at a push if you take really take your time and it's just something nice to chill out in an evening after you've been at work all day 
just sit down, deliver a bit of mail, chat to some people. You know, all the voice acting is great. The story is really interesting. And uh, yeah, just check it out. It's wonderful. Really, really enjoyed it. And I, yeah, I'd like to play it again some point soon. But as Graham alluded to, there's too many fucking games to be playing as it is, let alone going back to visit something else that I've already played. So uh, yeah, really, really, really very good. Um, yeah, so go play Lake. That's it. I'm not going to go on any more about it because otherwise we'll be here all goddamn night. But, yeah, Never deliver the same mail twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the games of our, of the year last year. Obviously, that's the end of this sort of segment. So if anyone's got any questions or comments or anything you'd like us to read out and ask each other and have a bit of a chat about, feel free to hit us up in the Discord or on Twitter if you're still using that, that wonderful place or in the comments below or anywhere else. You can email us. All the email contact details, as Dan said, is uh, down below or pinned to the top of Twitter or what have you. So... Go check or it on out. Dan's OnlyFans page. Get in touch, yeah. Yeah, send us some send us some emails, send us some questions, send us some comments, some reviews, whatever you want to and we'll read them out. I suppose if you want Dan's only, just let us know in the comments below. I'll I'll hook <laughs> something up. Dan, you you're under I've the got belief. The pictures. I was gonna say you're under the belief that there isn't already one there from all the evidence I mean, that we have. Could, so, yeah. well, let me sign up. <laughs> Give me a slice of that pie. <laughs> <laughs> we what and, right anyway so let's uh let's bring ourselves back to the future gentlemen the whole you know Present 11 months uh exactly from the past back to the future here we are right now we're in the future <gasps> marty <laughs> anyway uh we've got project game pass going on and i must admit because i've been away for a few weeks on holiday sunning myself in lovely florida i've not even attempted to look at this game however we picked for uh Ooh, october ten. is <laughs> What's wrong, Daniel? I said, or oh, get a tan. Or oh, get a tan. No, no yeah, oh, Okay, so I thought you were stopping us for something different. I don't do tans. tanning. Don't I don't work. do tans. Um, anyway, we picked Evil, which is a social deduction game which came to Game Pass earlier in the month. I believe so, at least some of you have played it. Please, can you talk about it so that we can enlighten everybody about this wonderful experience? No. I, I, <laughs> I think my biggest issue of it is one, I played it by myself. Which I don't think it's the the ideal game to do. And two, I played it on the cloud, and I don't think I gave it enough sit down, big TV, solely focused on just that. Because I feel like if you're doing it multiplayer, you can do it and entertain yourself. By obviously, what's going on in game, but also by being a power of deduction type game, you can mm. get more enjoyment out of it by bouncing stuff off the other player that you're playing with and things like that. So I feel like if you play it that way, you'll get a lot more out of this game. And I feel the cloud maybe wasn't the best way to experience it. So I've maybe not given it a fair hit by playing it on cloud, but I've had so much on that cloud was the only way I was getting a chance to play it. So before anyone else jumps in, how many players are in a, a lo- like a lobby or a game or whatever, and how many yeah. are I think it's about bad? Eight, I think. How many of the bad eggs is it? Was it one I person, think, two people? I think you can have more. I think it was it at twelve or fifteen. Oh yeah, it so could be quite you, a more. Yeah. So if you you can create your own lobby, have as many people as you want within the lobby, up to twelve or fifteen. Um, obviously, the more you have, the more bad guys there are, and within that subset, you've also got each character has like a task or a role to yeah, do. Yeah, a role. Um, a role, yeah. So there's, um, oh god, there's a mayor, there's anything. a nurse. Yeah, you literally get thrown in it. A detective. So, <laughs> yeah, me and Graham got thrown or in our first, 
our first game and we had not an idea no idea what was going on um and yeah, one of us had a bad role one of us didn't we had no idea who, who was the bad guy yeah. the first one the days kept passing we were like something needs to happen we keep doing quests so we're getting money but nothing's happening because we didn't realize so one of us is <laughs> what's what's the distance you said the days go past so when you jump into the yeah. game is it have you got like 20 minutes to like in um Not project winter minutes. like you've got to Six. try and get to the end exit or whatever and no, you've got so like a thing of it's a, like an overcomplicated Among Us in a way. Yeah, I was going to say, Among Us is more what I would have described it as. So you still got the whole, someone's got to try and kill someone, and then you've got yeah. to find out who, who's doing it. That's that's still the same. you still got your round table where you have your huddles, and you, you can decide whether if someone's guilty or not, and they can either be killed or not. But during the day, you're supposed to sort of earn enough money to buy defences so you don't get killed during your sleep. Okay. Or depending on what job role you have, it like a detective can rummage through other people's drawers to see what their role is. You can scan people-ish or work out people to see what job role they've got. People can try and blag themselves and tell them, I'm this character, I've got this role to try and sort of explain what they're doing. And yeah. basically, it yeah, it's, it's probably a bit more to it, but I was trying to be a detective and... I got killed. Like I got put up for trial, saying I was. I live next to the person that got killed, and obviously someone over there was one of the bad guys. He's like, yeah, he's dead. He he needs to go. He's guilty because <laughs> so he was one you, of the bad guys. Can you only get killed once you've had a round table, or can can the bad people kill you while you're the bad doing? Bad can kill you. Like you find dead in the street, and that's how they kind of try and deduce yeah. who who did yeah. it. Oh, but it, once you're you dead, it, it, yeah. They can kill you whenever. Obviously, if you get spotted, it's the same with Among Us. You, you just try and get their mouths in. I've saw them kill them. They need to go, et cetera. Okay. And there's always people lying, saying, I saw this person kill them. I, I watched it happen. And I, saw them vent. Of, I saw them vent. Yeah. So that kind of shenanigans happens. But once you're dead, there's even, it gets even weirder. You, you, the sort of, you can try and encourage them to help find who the bad person is by doing sort of certain tasks. But the days go so quickly that you barely have a chance to, sort, to even get a grasp of anything before it's suddenly nighttime again and then you're just stuck in your bedroom while something could potentially happen i assume the bad guys can kill certain people in their sleep if they're not yeah get caught in the defenses so, so you said like a day is like 60 seconds or something or like <laughs> it was not 60 seconds but it's not long it's literally like five minutes if that yeah. i don't think and, it was that long i honestly think it was 60 seconds because there was a little timer up because it goes so quickly you can manage to knock out one task and then yeah. all of a sudden it changes, and then nighttime I think is twenty seconds, and then it obviously cycles and repeats through that um, through that thing. The, yeah. the there was when you say that, say like Graham's the bad guy, he goes into a jail, and mm. then there's a vote, a second secondary vote, where people either say he's guilty or not guilty, like yeah. on the floor, and if you all obviously stand on the guilty side, he burns up. If you stand on the not guilty side, he comes out of the prison or the jail and then gets to carry on his thing. So there's yeah. two chances of voting, which okay. is quite good. Okay. So um so how, how many games did you play? Just a couple, was it? Uh probably about three, I think, in the yeah. end. Um luckily Dan got to be the bad guy like twice. I never got the chance to play as the bad guy before. We just got so confused towards the end of my okay. time, just gave up. Very confusing. It was very confusing, but we played with a nice bunch of lads that kind of talked us through 
Well, yeah. I say nice bunch of lads. They outed you straight away, but <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, were... you were a bad guy. Me, I got done straight away. I was like, I'm a detective. Stop trying to kill me. Yeah, they were like, "Who are you?" I was like, "I'm a, I'm a thief." Am I meant to tell you I'm a thief? And yeah. they were like, "Nope." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, then I'm not a thief." <laughs> so is it is it all voice chat or is it like Among Us where you get the text chat come up and you got to try and? No, so it's voice chat. It's mainly voice chat. You can put a thing over your head who I'm this person and you can nominate what you think someone else is to try and sort of steer them to thinking I think this person's you know a bad guy yeah. and so everyone else can see it on their screen that you think that person's the bad guy so you, you kind of get it into your head so you watch out for them etc yeah. so there's a lot of elements but they're kind of just thrown so many things in at once that it's kind of plays like a overly complex among us yeah the learning curve is massive Mm. Yeah, see, that's the problem with something like this. And like Among Us, like you said, so simple and easy to, you know, you take one game, maybe two, and then you're like, right, I know what I'm doing now. Whereas it sounds like this takes a lot more, like you really got to get dedicated to play it regularly to be like, right, I need, I need to know all the roles, I need to know all the places to go, I need to know yeah, how exactly. you need to, to play all of it, and then characters. hope you get into a pot like a, a group of people that play it fairly and just not irritating and just basically calling out everyone because we got quite a few. <laughs> Loud people in our one of the ones we played as well. Yeah. Nice. Well, it definitely sounds like something I'd like to try, but at the same time, yeah, I'm I'm not willing to sort of sink a load of time in to figure it out right now. So maybe it'll have to wait until the till the Christmas break or something. But uh, yeah. Ross, any more thoughts on it before? I know you said you only had a quick go, but yeah, I mean the thing is, I I, lo- I really did enjoy how it looked. I really liked the art style of it. Um, it gave me sort of feeble vibes um, yeah. for like the art style of it. Um, it. I mean, like I say, it wasn't from what I played. It wasn't necessarily that it was bad. It was just that I didn't get the full fledged experience of doing like Dan and Gray and jumping on it like a group and playing it like that. Um, so that's the only reason that I've sort of sat in the middle of the fence and went like middle ground for it. I feel like jumping on a party, you'd probably get a higher score out of me for it because the idea of it, like say, being a, a more sort of sophisticated among us, the artwork, I'd probably say in a group, I'd maybe give it seven, maybe. But yeah, where it sits just now, having what I've experienced, I have to go sort of middle of the road. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Ian, you didn't play it like myself. I guess you didn't jump in. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. I only wanted to play with others and I never got a chance to play with anyone else. Yeah, well, again, maybe um, it still strikes as a game that it could be fun if we all got together one night just for, not outside of Project Game Pass, just a quick evening, have a laugh, have a little party, maybe get some of the other lads involved as well. Um, but for now, that's it. That's done with Project Game Pass. Uh, we'll put the scores and bits up on the website that people have given it uh, with all the other Project Game Pass games we've done over the last, what, two Years, a year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, uh, but we picked a new game for uh, Dece- uh, fucking November, wishing the time away. Uh, and that is Deathloop. Um, so uh, this coming to Game Pass middle of last month as well. Uh, but we decided to add it, to have it this week, this month, I should say. So we're going to play it. Hopefully, Graham will enjoy a bit of uh, arcane action, a bit of stealth, a bit of shooting, have a bit of stealth, Gray. Um, but it's, it's definitely far more action-y than something like Dishonored, that's for sure. Uh, has anybody had a chance to check it out yet? Yeah, I know, Ross, you played... Did you not play? I thought you played on PlayStation. No? Cool. So I've, I've played maybe four or five hours on my PlayStation 5, but I haven't had a chance to get back to it for quite some time, so I'm going to carry on with that one, I think. Ian, Dan, 
Gray, anyone checked it out yet? Not yet. It's installed, ready to play. Likewise. Play nice. 45 minutes. It's okay nice. so far. Yeah. So Dan's completed it. So you, you've done, Dan. you've sort of done part of a, have you done one full loop yet or have you? Uh, no, haven't done you, full You yet. haven't come back to the beach or anything yet? No, I haven't done that yet. Nice. So yeah, it's, it's very good what I've enjoy, uh, played so far, but like I said, I want to carry on and, and get a bit further because I just started to get to the good stuff where you get the powers and the different unlocks and that. Um, so yes, we'll go from there and we'll talk about that over the next month or so. And then December, I'm sure there'll be plenty of games to choose from come December. Ooh. Anyway, let's move on to games we have been playing, that all of us have been playing, hopefully, uh, including a game which it looks like almost everyone except for me and Ian have been playing. Daniel Graham mm. Ross, tell us all about Gotham Knights, please. Seems like a common theme of it for this episode. <laughs> what, 30 <laughs> frames a second? <laughs> I'll, right, I'll, used to, I, I'll let you to go first, because I obviously have my reviews up for it, so I'll let you to go at it and then I'll put my two pennies off it. All I'm going to say is it is very enjoyable. If you're going to complain about the 30 frames, I personally didn't notice anything that bad i thought it played quite smoothly it is probably a poor man's gotham uh gotham Knights. it's a poor man's batman game but it's enjoyable that's probably the best i can that's all you can ask for isn't it well exactly it's, I, i'm having fun um and i quite like the two-player co-op aspect of it because you can both go at two ends of the map and crack on um but yeah, nice. I'll let Graham say what he wants to. Yeah, it, it's, it's great. It's the same sort of combat style as the, the Batman Arkham kind of games. We have a few extra elements added in with sort of certain skills, which each character has their own sort of skills to sort of play with. There's tons of different costumes and add-ons and everything to kind of play with as well. And yeah, the as other games like with Batman, there's other things to kind of pick up and do and there's plenty to enjoy there's those different sort of crimes to stop loads of different um stories to there's a little minor detection um, areas that weren't the greatest but they're they're there there's, there's just different things thrown in and the same with the sort of the batman games as you go into sort of the bigger kind of cases you can play them sort of gung-ho or you can be a bit stealthy with them and try and sort of take them out without raising the alarm and some of them have special objectives to try and do it with silent takedowns or to even sort of go in without being hit or different kind of things like that to sort of rack up. Um, now I'm intrigued. Bits. With what? what do stealth. You I love my stealth. Stealth action. Yeah, well, a lot of the, the sort of the special objectives they get kind of are more stealth based. They, they love to try and get you to do silent takedowns and sort of play it that kind of way. But more often than not, they will come to a point where you just have to try and sort of combat your way out of it. And but, who's your yeah. favourite character to play as? At the moment, I'm probably taking more of a shine to Red Hood over the others. Um, I played all four of them just to get a taste of all of them. And yeah, so yeah, they're all pretty good. They're, they're similar to a point, but their different skills are kind of, and their range attacks are kind of what set them apart. A little bit but yeah each are kind of fun in their own way um but yeah after probably red hood it's the the robin that i like the players as well not too keen on uh nightwing or batgirl but yeah it, it's fun but you can switch through and regardless of which one you pick the level transfers over so if you get up to like level 10 with one of them they all become level 10 so when you switch oh that's good them, so you can so you get to sort of 
supply abilities up to the, the level that each of them got to. So, yeah, what about enjoying you? it. It's pretty down? good. What do you I haven't played it together with them yet, but yeah. Oh, you haven't? Oh. Is it four-player or two-player? It's two-player at the moment, four-player mode's coming. That's why I was holding up the 40 down when he said about the two-player mode. It is coming to be full yeah, four-player. Fairly soon, core. isn't it? Yes, they were making a big song and dance about it recently. That'd be cool. Who are your favourite characters, Ross and Daniel? So, I'll let Dan go first. So I'm uh, I'm not Nightwing at the moment. I haven't switched. I've just played solely the Nightwing, just because his costumes Any look reason? cool. Uh, his costumes go. look cool, yeah. I, there is nothing else about it, and <laughs> I didn't want to pick. He's got a tight ass. Just those buns. And I was told I wasn't allowed to touch Red Hood by some weird Scottish person. Can you not, I'm assuming you can't play as the same character then. Uh, not when you you're doing that, that would annoy me more than yeah. anything. I'll jump in as the same person. Four Red Hoods running around. <laughs> so I, being the comic book geek that I am, I went into it knowing that Red Hood was going to be the guy that I was going to play the most time with. Um, so Red Hood by default is mine. But if, if I'm looking at it from a more broad spectrum... Uh, Nightwing would probably be my number two. Uh, I think Nightwing's, I really like his combat with his screamer sticks. Um, I haven't played a lot of Robin. Um, this, I think, again, it's it's more just the character. Um, I don't like uh, Tim Drake as a character. Uh, so he just like automatically just to one side for me. Um, Batgirl's fun. Um, she's got quite a lot of. She she benefits a lot. Uh, sorry, her and Nightwing benefit a lot more from having multiple people in your group. So, like Nightwing skill tree, for example, a lot of it is to buff other players within the party. Okay. So, um, some of his like more passive ability means like the ranged attacks for the other people in the party do five percent more damage for every player that's in the party. Um, so she's got quite a good set of skills if you're adding her into a group but probably Nightwing would be my second favourite but Red Hood was always going to be the the one that I sort of gravitated towards Fair enough, Fair enough. Fair enough. So obviously uh, when the four player comes out I think we'll have to get a bit of a group going on. I know there's five of us uh, I can't count. Have, but, um, has Danny, how far are both you in? Have you both completed it? <laughs> Daniel completed it. <laughs> Hey, no, I'm by the um, hey, oh, God, the oh, court, hey. court of Owls. You just discovered the Court of Owls? Yes, I just done that puzzle that was really bloody annoying. Right, you've got about 20 hours left. Then. Yeah, uh, I'm I am the same out. kind of bit. I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I put I, it at the same point. I don't, I don't know exactly how many hours I put into it, but I, I put a fair few hours into it. I've, I've polished it off. Nice. nice. Yes, we'll play that. Um, uh, anything else before we move on to the next game? Sounds good. Nice. According so, to according to uh, the list here, we've got another game that's been played by most of you as well, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which came out recently. Um, we've got Daniel, we've got uh, definitely not Graham, Ross, and Ian <laughs> playing it. Gentlemen, please tell us all about this wonderful uh, modern military shooter that seems to be doing quite well. I'll jump in first because I've probably played the least of it. I've only just went across any Mexico. Um, but from what I've put, or not Mexico, but the place where they call it, they say it's Mexico, but it's not Mexico. Um, yeah, I've only just got up to there. Looks wise, the game is fucking stunning. It's like just wow. Um, some of the earlier levels where you've got to do one where you're underwater, amazing. Um, 
the clearing out of the house. It's like um, high value targets in this house. Helicopter comes in. Yeah, don't uh, blow the house to the ground. And it's like it fucking gets annihilated. And you're like, yep, yep, that was that was not what we asked, but okay. Um, <laughs> but no, so far campaign's brilliant and. I think for the fact that the campaign's been as enjoyable as it is so far, it's actually really making me want to jump in in the multiplayer. Multiplayer is good. Which is something that in a Call of Duty game I never thought I'd really say, but I'm really enjoying uh, the gameplay and things like that of it so far. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Ian, Daniel? So yeah, I'm again, I'm enjoying the campaign at the moment. Um, I'm probably just around the same way Ross is, I think. But yeah, so far, really good. Um, I'm actually enjoying it for once, you know. Sometimes you get, especially, I never, but I think, what's the more thing? I think I'm more hyped for Modern Warfare because I see with Vanguard, I, I just went, nope. I saw the kind of looks of the story and thought, it doesn't interest me. Whereas this one, I'm kind of slowly warming to it. Again, it's one of those ones where the story's with a clusterfuck, but hopefully it all comes full circle and you. Kind of realize what's how, going on. How tight does it stick to the original Modern Warfare 2? Because I played that way back in the day, um, but I've not really thought about it since then. I don't think it's at, at all similar. I sort of think it's a whole well, new standalone game well, story. What, what I was reading about it um, is that it's a bit of a retcon. So the original Modern Warfare games, in regards to the Modern Warfare world, are not canon. Whereas the newer iterations that have basically had Ghost as the protagonist and a couple other games are now what they class as canon for the Modern Warfare world. So okay. the the last Modern Warfare that they did the whole big revamp in regards to this one, and there was two other games, obviously everything that's happened in Warzone is canon and something else as well, which I can't remember. Um, there's a backstory how like where the dance comes from in regards to how it ties in with Ghost Soap and things like that um, but everything that was the original Modern Warfare that we think of, all of that is just a, a storyline that's in a different universe to what it is nowadays I never thought of Call of Duty having a uh, cinematic Well, neither universe. did I, but that's <laughs> yeah. that is what the more recent sort of things have been about it Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and Daniel, you, you've been playing some, you've been doing it, you've been playing the multiplayer or just the uh, uh, single player as well? So, believe it or not, shock horror, I am only 40 minutes away from the end. Um, I'm the Holy furthest. Shit. I know. In a exactly. three-hour game. In a three-hour game. Um, so, yeah, no, it's really good. It, uh, I can't add any more that um, than Ross and Ian have said about the campaign. It's great. There's... Okay. There's the slight annoyance of the um, the certain missions that great on me, but that's by the by. That's just the mechanics of how sometimes COD does their campaigns. Like like what? St- um, so the one where you had to swim um, in Amsterdam that frustrated me. That was amazing. Oh, that, was, that was fun. I did, I did that. I, I did, loved that I the, mission. Uh, I got both achievements for that one. I got the one. Yeah, I, not I being did seen. not. Shoot I somebody from underneath the water and don't yeah. be seen until the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was loud. Um, and then there is the that helicopter. Hey, you're on the recruit as well, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, and the helicopter one. You know where you're in a, an Apache, and then you've got to try and. No. Right. Okay. Uh, there's a part way ahead of us. Yeah, that's way ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah, you're in an Apache, and you've got to look after the four guys in the um, in the helicopter. It's frust- it's frustrating. Four guy, four four guys. You have to look after four <laughs> Not guys. Four guys. I was going to see. Listen, yeah. So I've I, 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 
Human fall flat physics. Um, yeah, human fall flat. Do you know that game? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've enjoyed oh. the online multiplayer as well. I've been playing a little bit of that. We need to play so, together. Actually, yes. Yeah, yeah we, we should do. play together. It'd be fun. We should, yeah, you. I'll be the meat shield. Or I'll cover your six. <laughs> Give me some meat, that's for sure. Oh, yes. Nice. Italian nice. sausage. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Call of Duty. It's good. Go buy nice. it. I'm very much interested yeah. to play both this and the, the Modern Warfare reboot, but I'm going to wait till they uh, come to old Game Pass, I think, to, to get free. my Call of Duty fix, uh, unless I can find them. I mean, they're never cheap, are they? I saw Modern Warfare on sale for like £25. I fuck off. It's a sale. That's yeah. not a sale. Well, this one was, was, was this three years later. No way. I was this a bit was... upset that I had to pay 70 But This was the full shabba hang. Um, yeah, it was this 70 or £100. Wasn't it? Yeah. So I was like, oh, super duper, whatever edition. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ian's going to be reviewing it for us because he's very kind. Uh, so his review will be up um, at some point, probably before Christmas. We'll see. Um, Ooh, <laughs> before the discount hits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So, Call of Duty done. Go from Night's done. I'm going to jump in very quickly, one of mine, and then we'll go back to you, lads, because that's how things work. Uh, I've been playing because I was away on holiday. I decided in my infinite wisdom to pick up Resident Evil 6 on the wow. Switch. Um, which, as any regular listeners listening might know, I've often spoken about my hatred for this game because it's fucking shit. Um, but I'm a sucker for Resident Evil, what can I say? And, and it was on, on the sale. Switch, I can't yeah, imagine it, made it much better. It was, it was on sale, and I needed something to play on the plane. And you know, the, the five other games I bought for some reason, weren't doing it for me. So I was like, well, let's just play some... Let's, let's go for Resident Evil 6, shall we? And I must admit, it's not as bad as I remember. It's not good. It's definitely not good. But it's not quite as bad as I remember. I've, I've only played the first couple of chapters of Jake's campaign so far. So Jake and Sherry uh, teaming up, and he's uh, like a more of a melee fighter. He, he's got guns as well, but he uses his powers to punch and kick things uh, and beat the shit out of him. I was going to say, Jake's the superpower guy, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, no spoilers, but spoilers, he's like an offspring of Wesker, or something to do with Wesker. Um, and yeah, he just basically punches and kicks and suplexes people and stuff. And it was quite fun, actually. I, I was surprised how much I was enjoying like the first, maybe hour or so, because it was just fighting lots of the, the oh, I forget what they fucking call them in the game now, but the, the, the infected people. Uh, and then I got to the bit where you meet Chris and you have to fight the giant fuckers. And I was like, ah, I remember why I didn't like this game. This bit is absolute bullshit. And it just, I, would, I ended up just sitting around basically waiting for the AI to do stuff, which was uh, not the most exciting experience in the world. <clears throat> but like I said, I've, I've got a bit further than that. I've done a, I think I'm near the end of chapter two with him. And it's not as bad as I remember, but it's definitely the worst Resident Evil I've, I've ever played. Um, <laughs> that main Is line one, anyway. It's, it's, better than, it's definitely better than Operation Raccoon City and some of the other spin-off ones. But uh, without going spin-offs, which is the best? Which is the best? Worst, I mean, sorry. Worst? Oh, this, def- by, by fucking, by a mile. Um, it's, the, the thing that suckered me in was I watched a trailer for it and there's a bit with Chris and Leon pointing the guns at each other, which I know doesn't happen until you finish all three campaigns. So I was like, that was really awesome. So I just want to play through it again just to get to the end where everything sort of converges into one. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's not good, but it's not it's not as terrible as I remember. So uh, and and on the switch, it like you said, Ross, it is actually plays surprisingly well. Like the, it runs really well. It looks quite nice. It looks like the 360 version basically. Um, and yeah, the controls work about as well as I remember, which is not very well, but well enough. Um, 
so yeah, so I'll be playing some more. I'm looking forward to saving Leon's campaign to last because that's the best one. So I'm going to do Jake, going to do Chris, and do Leon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm, like I said, what can I say? I'm a sucker for uh, punishment. I almost bought Resident Evil 5 as well. Just so I had a, and I was like, no, I can't do both of them. That's just going to... You picked uh, and lost it too, though. Five I know. Yeah. I definitely, lost definitely stuck picked, in something, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely picked the worst one, but oh, I'm just, I'm a fucking chump, I know I am, but I, I was in a Resident <laughs> Evil mood, shall we say, because I was also reading um, a Resident Evil 2 book, uh, like retelling the story uh, of the events of Resident Evil 2, and that sort of got me in the mood. So I thought, well, it's got Leon in it. It's got Sherry in it. It's got... That doesn't look clear in it, but uh, I gave it's got one. Got AD, yeah, yeah. Um, hunk. So I got suckered in, and like I said, not as bad as I remember, but definitely, definitely not a very good game. Uh, right, Graham, let's get back to you. Tell yes. me all about one of your one of your other titles you've got here, please. Yeah, I've got two. I haven't fully explored one of them yet. Um, that's the the Jackbox part of T nine, mainly because it, it these. Um, extra games have got need like a minimum of four people so it's not the easiest to kind of pull off why have we but, not played this i mean this would uh, be ideal for all of us to jump into because you kind of yeah. need to be in the same room to play it or you have to kind of twitch stream it to try and yeah, pull it off it's it. possible just, yeah just stream it to our youtube and do it that way like i'm sure dan i don't know if you've been part of the ones that i've been part of but i know they ran in the same sort of circles um yeah, it's, it's all timer, isn't it? So you just look same the timer. Yeah, it works like perfectly well. Like I would, I would definitely say that like it would be any hassle running this. I, yeah, okay. I think it'd be great laugh of all of us. Cause we played it through Skype before, wouldn't it, Gray? Yeah, we have. One of yeah, I, I was there as well. Yeah. 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 So there's there's numerous ways to go around playing it. Um, and I, I remember it's... once Jamie was Twitch to me one and I just joined as a random name and he was freaking out. Who the fuck is this person? <laughs> <laughs> but like, even as you say, like you don't need to like the Twitch was just a thing that somebody could see a screen with things like Skype and Zoom and stuff like that now and being able to share screens. There's yeah. numerous different ways to do it because that that like the Jackbox games are fantastic. I agree. And you've That's got five good. people here, so at least four players. So yes, we'll jump into that at some point. Is there many new games on this one? Because they tend uh, to recycle some of them, don't they? But... They do. Well, one is recycled, Fibbage, and that's called... Oh, but Fibbage is OG. Fibbage is brilliant. That's the best one of it, and it's not far different from the third one. Um, there's still sort of an about you mode where you can add your own kind of questions. It's, yeah, it's exactly the similar model, and they've added in the, the same bit from last, but you can stop it from being so US-centric as well to sort of give it a bit more of a broader appeal and they've tweaked i think it's just the final stage of it so you submit an answer but there's two different answers there's two different questions basically and your answer could fit both so you've got to search for the two correct answers out of everyone else's answers that one fits one and one fits the other so you've got like two chances to basically fool someone so it's quite cool that way um uh, the other new one that we kind of played together, I played with my wife, and that's called Quicksort. And basically, you get given a subject. Um, one of them, for example, my one is uh, put these organs in order from highest to lowest from where it comes out. So it'll be like kidneys, and then you've got like one end, like a, a conveyor belt from one end and the other end, and you've got to kind of lay it where you think it is on the body and then the next one could be like throat or larynx so you put that close to the head end the next one could be like 
uh, it was to the head, neck to the hip. So it was like hip or pelvis, for example. So you put that at the lower end and you just okay. kind of got okay, a... So I just saw Dan giving it a little smell. I know what he was doing. <laughs> I know yeah. exactly. Isn't it? I was like, I know exactly what he means. So I was like... But you kind of get like eight different organs and they throw in random things that aren't organs or ones that out of the range of where it said it is. And those ones you've got to throw in the bin. And then at the end, it kind of tells you how much of the correct order you've put them in. And then that's how many kind of points you get. Um, I think, well, I've got um, the song, I Will Survive. You know, first I was afraid I was petrified. No, you've got different lyrics to the song. You've got to put it in the order of which, whereabouts it was in the song. Okay. Yeah. And you kind of got a gauge because you don't know what's coming up. So you can stack them on top of each other, but you just kind of got to get them in the correct order. Yeah. And towards and the final stage, you get the same sort of thing, but any that are connected in the right bit stay where they are and you get like a second chance to try and get the correct kind of order. But some of the questions on there was just super hard, <laughs> but it, that was quite fun. But it's, that one is a team based game. So you kind of oh, got, okay. so one is, it was like boys and girls kind of thing. So you all kind of work together where you think it can be kind of stacked and you kind of contribute to it that way. That I assume if you're all playing, you can all choose to move it and sort of drop it because it kind of falls in like a Tetris kind of style. So you just got to shift oh, it so across it where you think it is. Down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I assume you can either you don't want obviously want to sabotage your own team, but you kind of got to come to a, <laughs> an agreement of where no, you're going to drop it. On Dan's team, then that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one was quite. So those are the only kind of two. There, there is a kind of a, a drawing one, and the other ones that kind of evolve a bit of role play, which tend not to work very well but i need to kind of try and find a way of doing a deep dive into those ones to see how they play and um the only other um title i've played was a ratalike special called um bones of halloween which oh, is, is it a ratalike game is it yeah <laughs> i didn't know that at first it just looked like it's just your typical sort of a standard halloweenish kind of game where yeah. you just got like walking kind of pumpkin head things coming towards you and you kind of shoot them but it's so basic you can't even kind of zoom in with the gun you just <laughs> you're just looking and aiming and it's just like it's almost it's like it, it feels like it's set in the same kind of areas like the slenderman kind of game and yeah. it's just like a big square square of forest yeah and that's it that's all the kind of game is that in different modes so after you kill kind of like eight pumpkin heads you get like a perk and then you click on it and either be a positive one or a negative one. It says like enemies are 10% bigger. Your gun is you know 5% more powerful. You move 10% slower. It just, you got to pick off like five cards and some are good, some are bad. You just got to hope for a good one, but there it's quite buggy at times. Um, Cause you can, you earn coins when you kill enemies, which you can use to buy guns. Yeah. But when you buy the guns like, and the ammo runs out, there's supposed to be a button to throw the gun away, but the gun doesn't go away. And um, there's also a bit where you can reload your gun. And if you buy the reload, the bullets don't seem to reload. <laughs> so oh, I'm either weird. doing it wrong or the game's just that tiny bit buggy. But it's not bad. It is a little kind of fun playthrough, but it's don't expect anything kind of epic. It's just a every different one is just a variation of a survival mode. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it looks interesting. Very it looks kind of like a, a, a budget version of uh, what's it called? Demon Pit, I think it was called. Where yeah. you, like you said, just running backwards, just shooting things from survival as long as possible. It kind of is. There's like four or five different types of enemies and just four or five different... There's challenges. Some like, you know, earn enough money to buy an upgrade and that's the challenge and you get an achievement for it. So it's a bit of an, an achievement mine. So, Oh, 
There That's is a, uh, a November monthly bonus marks for all points. Get some I've, yes, I mean, I've already got that because of those <laughs> ones. Nice. That, that, that I know what I'm using then. Um, cool. So, yeah, so check them out. Uh, I believe you'll be reviewing both of them. Yes. Yes, at some point in the, in the very I've still got another two on the go as well, but I think they might both be, yeah, redacted. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, yes, we can talk about them at some point in the near future. Um, Ross, tell me all about Fallout 4. Why are you playing Fallout 4? Um, old game is old. <laughs> there was a reason why I jumped back into it for life, my camera, there was. I think it was so he couldn't to... play Football Manager? <laughs> no. Yeah, or oh, 23 uh, comes out soon, baby. Well, you could be a mug and pick it up for free on Game Pass, or you could be an idiot like me and buy £33 to play the beta. But yeah, mm-hmm. sure. yeah. Um <laughs> No, I think it was something to do with the Creation Club. I think because they were doing something to do with Halloween, I'm sure, um, or something to do with the anniversary. Basically, something to do with the Creation Club was giving you loads of um, free stuff that you could add in um, Creation Club for, you, for people who don't know it's basically things that Bethesda's own team are like creating so it's like weapons armors um, add-ins to the game and things like that so it's basically like the mod section but it's ones that are designed by Bethesda or by Bethesda approved models yeah. um, and they hide some of them behind a paywall some of them are free to play um, but they were doing a massive section of them that were all just free um, so decided to jump back in. Love the game. I know Gray's a fan of the Fallout series as well. Um, love the setting, being in Boston, um, being a Patriots fan uh, for the oh, NFL sure. and things like that. It's just a brilliant place to play it. Um, the characters, nearly all the sort of um, companions that you can get are all fantastic. Um, the DLCs in the game as well, Far Harbor is fantastic. The Nuka World one. Um, the other, the automatron, where you can get like your own robot army type idea. It's just, it's one of the, it's not the best fallout in regards to overall, but it's the one one that's got the most in it. It's the most fleshed out. Um, there's so much to do. The game's massive. Um, the storylines, it's not the worst. It's not the best one either, but it's definitely a solid storyline. Um, plus, just how nice it looks in regards to the, the sort of newer engine that they use compared to sort of um, 3 in New Vegas. Aren't they bringing out a Series X and S uh, update at some point soon? They are sometime next year. Um, early part of next year it's due to be getting a 4K 60 frame no, 4K 120 frame mode I'm sure. Mm. I mean, Current- it's not, it's, that's not going to encourage me to go back to it at all but I thought I'd just ask. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean the thing is, and it's sort of sort of goes in the face of what Dan said in regards to Gotham Knights because I, like I mentioned in my review, the whole thing of frames doesn't bother me. Not Gotham Knights, it runs perfectly smooth. But playing this, you can actually get mods that allow you to get a, a, a sort of more unlocked frame rate type idea. Yeah. And playing it with those unlocked frame rates is it's beautiful. It runs so smooth, everything about it's just that bit nicer. So there is games that benefit from it. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to jumping in. I'll, I'll do the same with The Witcher. I know that's got its next-gen update coming out shortly as well, and it'll be the exact same as Fallout once that comes back, if I've dropped off playing it uh, when new games come into this year. When that big uh, sort of next-gen update comes out for it, I'll be pulled right back in to complete it again. Very nice, very nice. Well, uh, keep us updated. Hopefully uh, it'll be worth the wait for the update. update. And then you've only got like... 
15, 20 years until the next fallout to wait. So roughly, you know, no, no rush, no rush. I was I was I was talking to my mate about that about when it might come out, and we're thinking about it. You still got Starfield that's not launched yet. Then you've got Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Then you've got Fallout. <laughs> yeah, so you, you got a little bit of a wait, but yeah. good yeah. things come to those who wait, supposedly. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see about that. Uh, thank you very much, Ian. Yes. Tell me all about your rubber game you've been playing this week, which you're also going to review. Yes. <sighs> the so fable was... double review. I know. I've actually got the view ready to just send to you. Um, so I'm playing a game called. So you'll Mark get it Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> of January the sixteenth. Yeah. Hey, not that bad. Not as bad as Dan. Anyway, um, Arkanoid, yes, kind of the, with the old school classic from 1980s. Basically, it's this, but beautifully remastered. Is that what uh, that game's called? Yeah, Arkanoid. Yeah, it one version of it. It was yeah. called Breakout on the Atari. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't realize that was the name of it. Uh, ah. Yeah, on the Commodore 64, it was called Arkanoid as well. Yeah. Ah. So basically, yeah, it's a fully, I can say, modernized version of it. They've also got the, the kind of the retro game in it as well. And what's good about it is because when you did it when back in the day, you just play it and then when you die, there's no chance to do it. But this time it lets you continue so you can keep going forward the levels. Um, unfortunately, my biggest gripe of it is I got to like level, I think like 12 or 13. I thought, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stop and I'll just quit and go back another day. And obviously, no, my podcast is all gone. So you have to do it all in one sitting if you actually want to see the end, which is it's a long It's got time. a battle royale. It's also got a battle Yeah, I was getting there. <laughs> it just came up in the trailer. Like, it came hey. up in the trailer and I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, so there's a battle royale mode, which is the main crops of it. So it's you versus 25 players. Think if you've played Tetris 99. Yeah, I was about to say it looks similar to that. Sort of similar thing. to that. So basically, you pay through the levels. Um, how it works is you, you play Arcanoid as it is. It cycles through random levels, but everyone gets the same cycle. Um, you have a certain time limit to actually complete the level. And if you don't, you basically, all the bricks that you have left will get deleted and you get minus score. And it's the most score throughout the level games win. You've also collect power-ups, so you can either hit the person in front or the person behind. Um and that will get like a certain like a certain thing that happened, like the screen will go fuzzy or all their bricks will go like gold, so you can't even delete them. Certain things actually like, so can't get us points, or the ball will go really fast, and that way they'll die and then lose points. If you do die, you get 10% of your score removed. So obviously you've got to keep playing play. You can't just sit there and wait, because if you sit there and wait, the, all the bricks will just get deleted, and then um, you would obviously lose your points then. So it's quite a good maybe if you've got like maybe one or two bricks left, it's just maybe just wait a bit and then. I think it's like after that. I think how, how long the time frame is of each new board. I want to say like a minute, maybe. Um, but I know it's about 20, 30 seconds after a few after a few minutes, people start getting deleted and elim- eliminated. And then when you get to the final four, this is where shit goes crazy, and then you get like a boss fight, and then four of you are kind of technically working together to defeat the boss. Hmm. Um, and then, but not really working together because it's more about getting points. So you're trying to defeat the boss while getting points. And again, it's basically last one standing wins. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, that's something I didn't expect to hear from an Arkanoid remaster because this is part of their, was it Recharge, our Atari Recharge series? Hmm. Uh, and I played a couple of them and I wasn't a massive fan, but this one is definitely more up my street. So did you, have you won a Battle Royale yet? Or have you, oh, uh... God, no. So basically, it's all, a lot of it is just like, um, you won't get many players. Even with cosplay, I didn't find many players. 
think the most I had in one was four. The highest I got is fourth. I literally got into the final pass. I was like, oh, what's this? I was excited. Like, oh, I completely got too excited. And I died pretty much like within two <laughs> seconds. I just died. <laughs> so I was like, probably got too excited. I know what the fuck was going on. But other than that, I've only done the once. And then that, I'm only like consistently top 10. Um, I can't get any. I haven't got anywhere close to the fourth, like the fourth I've got. Done that once and then no one else. I've never gotten that. The AI are ridiculously overpowered as well. So they know how to play. So it's kind of, if they maybe toned down the AI difficulty, so you had a bit more chance to get into the phone a bit, every more, be a bit more fun. But yeah, yeah, they've worked up the AI compared to like Tetris 99, where I can easily win with AI. Yeah. Here they like, nope, they can't, don't give you a chance. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, so obviously you're gonna be re- reviewing that for us. Um, yeah. But I know also one big bugbear of this um, as well. Apart from us, I've got a few more review. The main one is it's like twenty five quid. And for an Arkanoid game, that's a lot. It's like, I think that's, that's expensive. That's, yeah, I think they've price pointed it really bad. So one, I mentioned my view, like, you know, I don't think it should be this much. From what I've played of it, I don't think it, it does, should be this it, it seems It seems like that perfect sort of seven ninety nine type game. Like, here's an, a, a classic you remember. Give it a bit of a, a new coat of paint and a couple that's of new what modes. I mean. It will get so much more exposure and so much more people playing like I've said, I've seen like human plays me twice, and I've played quite a few of the battle worlds. I've played, given a good good chunk of my time. Yeah. Um, I've 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 everywhere to see humans, and that's with yeah. cosplay turned on. So yeah, it's quite. That's the only my only like. Oh, why did they do that? But apart from that, yeah. good fun. Mm. Nice, excellent, lovely. Thank you very much. And now uh... I've just seen the trailer, so I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> well, so I mean, like, as I said, I'm on a bit of a Resident Evil kick this week. Resident Evil 6, reading the book, and I also have just last night finished the DLC for Resident Evil Village, Shadows of Rose. <sighs> so this is a long-awaited DLC, which puts you in the control of Rosemary Winters, Ethan's daughter, and she um, it starts off where she's saying she's getting bullied at school for being a weirdo and a freak and stuff, and one of the agents that she's working with, Kay, says he's figured out a way to get rid of her powers to make her like a normal, normal teenage girl again. And she jumps at the chance. She has to. I, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Ross, maybe you can help me. Is it Mega Mycety or something? Mega Mycety? Do you remember? Uh, it's been a while. I know it's been a while. Uh, anyway, whatever it is, uh, she sort of uh, bonds with this sample that they've got, and she goes into like a almost like an alternate dimension, and she works her way through trying to get this crystal that will supposedly get rid of her powers, uh, and that's the whole motivation for her going in there. So she. The beginning bit is set in the um, uh, what's her name, Dimitrescu, Lady Dimitrescu Mansion. Uh, but it's like a twisted version, so there's slime all over the floor, and like monsters will come out of the slime to try and eat and kill Rose. Uh, and there's a t- uh, again, I won't spoil too much, but the very first sort of main antagonist, as it were, is a twisted version of the merchant you mentioned earlier on, the the big fat dude sitting in the chair, uh, and he's got a mask on, and he's like he's basically an evil person trying to kill Rose. Um, there's explanations down the road, which again, I won't get into because I don't want to spoil it for people. Um, but it's really weird. It's really messed up and it's really quite freaky because even though you, you get guns and she's got the power, like her, her special powers where she can freeze enemies to try and kill them a bit quicker. She's still quite weak. So she can only take one or two hits before she gets killed. And even though it takes place in, like familiar places, like I said, Dimitrov Mansion, and then there's a couple of other places later on. They're all slightly twisted, so 
do you remember when you went into the courtyard of the mansion uh, of the Demetrius Mansion, Ross? And there was like that, so, yeah, sort of like four or five different routes off of it. Uh, you go off of them, but you need new keys to get through, or you, there's some routes that are blocked. And then when you go through again, that everything's sort of just it's how you remember it, but ever so slightly so off. Yeah. Um, and it's all played in third person. There's no first person in, in this DLC, uh, uh, which makes it feel more like Resident Evil 2 and 3 and stuff like that. So obviously that is something that's coming to the main game. The third yeah, that, that, that comes with this DLC as well. So yeah. how how does how does it feel in third person? Because that is something that interested me. I quite like. I prefer a third person game. Do you it see feels, it? Uh, no. You don't actually. It, it, and again, without spoiling it, he he's featured in some like flashbacks and stuff and and different bits like early on. Uh, and every single time you see him from the front, he's he's like doing this, or he's got a gun up, or roses in front of him, or or, or something like you, you never. Or the most you ever see is like a top-down view, and you can sort of see like his nose and his mouth while he's talking, but you don't ever get a, a full frontal facial. And apparently, in the, I haven't played the main game yet with the third person, but if you turn the camera, it will just keep turning away, so you never get to see. His face. <laughs> That's what's going to ask what happens. That, that, there we go, I like that. Uh, and, and like in the in the. When you put in the photo mode, you can't swing it round to the front. You have to try and swing the camera around. So he's just forever going to be like, "No photos, please. No photos, please." Um, deal with not these bits. <laughs> I think it's just like an in joke now at this point. Yeah, that's they, it. They just love the winding people up. Um, but it's only it took me three hours and seven minutes to beat, and so, I died a fair few times because there, uh, there's a few bosses in there that are actually really quite tough. But I enjoyed it. The story itself was quite interesting. The way it sort of developed and, like I said, the twisted take on the different places and the characters and stuff. And as other people have said, I've not read any reviews, but I've seen sort of comments and stuff online where it sort of wraps up the the winter's storyline, as it were. So you get Rose's sort of almost a full arc in this game. And then now they've sort of set it to be like a fresh start for whatever Resident Evil 9 will end up being. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's like I said, it's not the longest. It's quite hard at points, but it's not too hard, and it relies on a little bit of knowledge of village, but not too much. Like if you if you haven't played Village yet, you probably could just play this. Obviously, you'd have to buy the game, but I don't know why you would play it without playing Village. But it it, it won't be like I haven't played Village. I've no idea what's going on. And yeah, yeah. It, I enjoyed it. So I'm gonna write up my review. I was gonna do it today, but I think a chance. So probably tomorrow night. And it'll be on XboxTavern.com very soon. Yes, highly recommend it. And uh, it also adds in mercenary characters, uh, Lady Dimitrescu and Chris Redfield. Uh, I've only got a chance to play as Chris so far, but he's a lot more powerful than Ethan. He's got his big fucking guns, figuratory, figure, figurative and literally, uh, and he just punches the shit out of everything. Um, and it's quite fun playing as him. I quite enjoyed the mercenary mode. I played, uh, played a couple of rounds with him. Uh, yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely go check that one out. I don't know how much it is, but I don't think it's too expensive. And like I said, you get a few other bits and pieces with it as well. So, well worth going checking out. Nice. Anyway, that's about it for for what we've been playing. Let's get into a quick couple of reviews from the team. Uh, so uh, while I've been away, everyone's uh, been keeping the site running. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, everybody else who wrote some reviews and bits and pieces while I was away. Uh, we've got Nickelodeon Kart Racers by uh, James. He gave it 7.5. <clears throat> Pathfinder, Wrath the Righteous from Graham. He gave it an 8.1. Uh, Gas Station Simulator, which I did read, <laughs> but I must admit, yeah. I, I, I probably, I think I read that when I was poorly when I was away, so I don't remember much of it, but Corey gave it a 7.5. It sounds like an interesting game. 
<coughs> excuse me, Russ's review of Gotham Knights come up is given an eight. Uh, Jake reviewed a very interesting title, which I'm, I'm very looking forward to playing at some point soon. The Last Hero of Nostal- Nostalgia, which is uh, like a Souls-like retro game that's got lots of in-jokes and references to video games. It looks really good. Uh, and I really enjoyed our time with it at, but well, we played it was, wasn't it? Or, or EGX yeah. one or two. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that. Overwatch 2 by Bubba, gave it a nine. Uh, I think it's sort of come on since it, it launched. And finally, AJ get reviewed, Jesus Christ, Asterigos Curse of the Stars. Uh, and he, another Souls-like game, but he wasn't overly get, uh, taken with it. He gave it 6.3. Uh, and like I said, there'll be plenty more reviews this week and in the, in the weeks coming. On xboxtown.com, yep. go check them out. That'd be wonderful. I think most of us got several on the go, so we'll uh, keep you entertained and informed with all the information. However, if you don't want to read our views, which you, know, you should do, but if you don't want to, it's fine. You just want to play games, come to Game Pass. Ross, there's quite a list coming this month. Tell us all about this. So uh, I'll just run through all of them, might as well. Um, we've got The Legend of Tiang Ding. Uh, come back. So these ones have just uh, come out, which was November 1st. Go Song, November 3rd. Return to Monkey Island, which was fucking terrible is that's the one i played on the steam deck it's a reading simulator um <laughs> is november 8th the only one that you need to worry about for november 8th football manager 23 whoop, whoop. um vampire survivors jade i think you said earlier on the show that yes, coming come to november xbox 10th. last um flight simulator 40th anniversary edition on november the 11th um uh, pentiment which is obsidian am i right in saying yeah, like Monty yes. Python looking game that ugh, creeps me out. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's November 15th. Somerville is November 15th, and Gungrave GRE is November 22nd. Nice. So, there's some decent games coming out. That Somerville looks particularly interesting uh, by some ex Play Dead people. So, the people about Limbo and Inside. So, uh, I think that would be worth checking out in, a, did, in just over did, a week. Did we mention Football Manager 23? Yeah. Uh, I, I believe you mentioned uh, Vampire Survivors. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, Ian, it's not all, all good right. news though. Things come, things go. What's leaving us? So unfortunately, Football Manager 2022 also leaves. So unfortunately, you get the old one out when the new one that comes is, in. That is actually being delisted as well from the Xbox yes, Store correct. I read earlier on. Not it happens just all the time. Yeah, yeah, so it always gets delisted. Um, Side after... note on just when we're talking about Football Manager. Sorry, Ian. Sorry, I forgot to mention it earlier. Oh, um, Jesus. See... Uh, what do we do? Did you see that Sony fucked up? What did they do? Didn't they, they, did, they didn't send a dev kit to the guys at Sports Interactive, so they weren't able to make the PlayStation 5 version of Football Manager 23, so it won't launch on PlayStation because Sony fucked up and didn't send them a dev kit. But when's it coming off PlayStation? No, yeah. no, it's one game, it? Yeah. it was basically, Microsoft, can we get a dev kit to make your game? Yeah, no worries. Steam, can we get a dev kit to make your game? Yeah, no worries. PlayStation, can we get a dev kit? Eh... And then they've never done it. So it's not coming to PlayStation. <laughs> they had to yeah. refund all pre-orders for Football Manager 23. I mean, I, I must admit, I didn't read that story. That's but, crazy. So it's not coming at all, or is it just delayed? It'll be coming not delayed. Coming I, thought yeah, it was, no, I thought it was cancelled. I think no, I think they've they've cancelled all pre-orders with the intention of trying to get it fixed as soon as possible, but whenever they're gonna basically have to develop it as soon as they get a dev kit to make it. I mean that so, yeah. seems fucking stupid that you'd leave it like a week before. By the way, we haven't actually started the PlayStation version yet. Um so, uh, that's gonna yes. be a fifty fifty, surely. <laughs> so Sony done Sony done fucked up. 
Well, surely they done fucked up by not realizing. <laughs> Shit, no, we've I done had... the Xbox, we've done PC. It's something we're forgetting. No, yeah. they, something... no they had requests. Uh, switch. That's, no, that's the thing. They requested it. Um, the Miles Jacobson, the guy that actually is like the main guy to do with football manager at Sports Interactive, he like was tweeting out about it. He was like, no, we requested the dev kit at the same time we requested all the other ones. And Microsoft and they were really great at getting back to us. And Sony just seemed to be like, eh, uh, well, uh, uh, mm, uh, 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 and yeah, nothing ever came of it. You'd think it'd affect their income as well. That it harassed them something. Rotten. Well, yeah, I think I think most of the players are playing it on PC. To be fair, but at the same time, there'll be a, there'll be a smaller market on PlayStation that are going to be now be like, what the oh, fuck? Game Pass is bad because pay in place. Anyway, yeah, exactly. we, we don't need to get down there. Uh, carry on. Mm-hmm. In football bench winter is leaving. Next title, please. Uh, next title is Art of Valley is leaving. Um, Fate Tactics. Next Space Rebels. One Step from Eden. And Superland, that's very disappointing. But also maybe Subnautica, but they're not too sure yet. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, definitely play Superland before the fifteenth. I mean, it's going to take you longer than the fifteenth to beat it, but it's far. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. What a great game! Runner-up yeah. game of the year, twenty twenty. Fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Anyway, uh, Graham, if people aren't you know down with the kids, like I, like we like to say. They ain't got Game Pass. Tell them, ah, it's too much money. I'd rather just pay for games of gold because I get so many good games. Tell them what kind of wonderful games they can get this month. They can pick up Bomber Crew until November 15th, and they can pick up Praetorians, the HD remaster, until the 30th of November. And then we've got Dead End Job coming on November 16th till the December 15th. Nice. Bomber so. Crew is actually a really fun game. Yes, that was, uh, is it a Team 17 game? Yes. I think it might be something, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they did a couple of a couple of them, but yeah, go check that one out. It's free. Why the hell not? Like we'd like to say, you know, download it. You might want to play it in twenty years with your kids. Bomber Crew. I really enjoyed. I thought about playing that one day. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's uh, games of gold. That's games leaving. That's game coming to Game Pass. And that is the end of the show, I believe. Unless anyone else has got any urgent business they'd like to bring up. Where's the full manager coming out? Don't fucking start. Uh, right, let's uh, move on. The beat is out just now if you pre My chest hurts. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 97. Uh, it's been wonderful to uh, to get back on the uh, on the train, as it were, get back the ball rolling and get back to this wonderful podcasting business. You can find all our content at xboxtavern.com, youtube.com slash xboxtavern official. Twitter, if that still exists by the time you hear this, uh, Xbox Tavern and uh, all other sort of socials, just search Xbox Tavern on Jeeves and they'll tell you where to where to go. Uh, I've been Jamie. You can follow me at Ian Xan if you wish. You can follow Ian at Natty Ray, Daniel, Chocolate About 80, Graham at Green Reaper, and Ross at Scottish Goff. Thank you very much. We will be back next week with uh, episode 98, just two weeks away from the quiz. Booyah! Looking forward to it. Uh, thank you very much, and we shall speak to you soon. Goodbye. Ta-da. Ta-da. Oh, it is hands. <laughs> <laughs>